community of hope, I am excited to be able to share this message uh, today as we make our way into the Lenten season, as we prepare for the Lenten season. I want us to look at Mark, the first chapter, the very first chapter of the book of Mark, the ninth verse, Mark 1, 9. It says, at that time, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee, was baptized by John in the Jordan. Just as Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw a heaven being torn open and a spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, you are my son, whom I love, with you I am well pleased. At once the spirit sent him out into the wilderness, and he was in the wilderness forty days, being tempted by Satan. He was with the wild animals, and angels attended him. After John was put in prison, Jesus went into Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God. The time has come, he said. The kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. As Jesus walked beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once they left their nets and followed him. When he had gone a little further, he saw James, John's son, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John in the boat, preparing their nets. Without delay, he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men and followed him. COH fam, I want to preach and share with us as we head on to Ash Wednesday. It's time to lock in. It's time to lock in. Come on, won't you pray with me? God, in Jesus' name, we thank you. For this day, we thank you, God, for your people. We thank you for your power. We thank you, God, that you are calling us to get locked in, to get focused. In Jesus' name, God, let this word be a blessing to your people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. It's time to lock in. It's time to lock in. So, uh, March the 2nd, coming up this Wednesday, is Ash Wednesday, and it's the beginning of the Lenten season. The Lenten season is a 40-day period before Easter that calls for Christians to get in preparation for Easter. It commemorates the 40 days that Jesus spent fasting in the wilderness. Now, this 40-day season um, is a season of preparation through prayer, of mortifying the flesh, repentance, uh, almsgiving, a simple living, and self-denial. And we use these things to be able to help us to get focused on the celebration of our resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And, and it's interesting because uh, as this 40-day uh, season commemorates uh, Jesus uh, being fasting in the wilderness, here we see uh, one of the examples of that story uh, that are listed in three of the four Gospels. Uh, and this Gospel is a very short listing of the story, but it just says, At once the Spirit sent him out into the wilderness, and he was in the wilderness forty days being tempted by Satan. He was with the wild animals, and angels attended him. Now here's what gets me uh, about uh, this temptation in the wilderness by the devil of Jesus. As we look at Mark, that if we look, I think it's always important when you're looking at Scripture to look at the context of when it falls. That if you look at the beginning of the story, you'll see that Jesus had just come from Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. If you look after his time in the wilderness, you see that Jesus is out announcing the good news and then goes and brings in his first disciples. 
It's very interesting to me that uh, the story about this wilderness temptation by Mark only has two verses, only has two sentences, but it says so much about what God can do and wants to do in our lives. When we look at it, we see that Jesus was, what? That he was baptized in the Jordan by John the Baptist. John the Baptist was the top preacher, the top um, proclaimer of that time was his cousin, baptized him in the Jordan, and then the sky opened up and God said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. But then the scripture says, at once, my goodness, the Spirit sent him out into the wilderness. Uh, and he was in the wilderness for 40 days being tempted by Satan. He was with the wild animals and angels attended him. I believe there are a few things that I want to share with you that I believe that we can learn from Jesus' time in the wilderness, even the placement of his time in the wilderness that can help us in this Lenten season uh, as we are preparing ourselves to do all and be the all that God has called us to be. And, and the thing I want you to hear is that I believe that there are certain seasons in our lives that we've got to get locked in. That's right, that when God is trying to do a move, that when God is trying to do a work, there are certain seasons in our life that we have to get a sense of extraordinary focus on the things of God to be able to move and take the big steps that God has for us to take in that season. One of the first things I believe we can learn from this text is, is I believe that we can learn from this text uh, that, that God sent him but the devil met him. That God sent him, but the devil met him. It, it's always interesting to me. Uh, the scripture says that once the spirit sent him into the wilderness. The spirit, it, it didn't say he wandered into the wilderness. It didn't say that the devil led him into the wilderness. But here you have Jesus. He's baptized in the Jordan by John. That God speaks from heaven and says, this is my beloved son. Gives this great declaration over who Jesus is. And it says, at once the spirit. Spirit sent him into the wilderness, sent, sent him into the wilderness, and he was in the wilderness 40 days being tempted by Satan. He was with the wild animals, and, and I always grapple with this text because it causes me to understand that every wilderness I'm in is not a wilderness that the devil has put me in. It's not a wilderness uh, that my mistakes have put me in, but sometimes I can be in the wilderness because the Spirit led me to the wilderness, because the Spirit has some work to do in me and through me. That, that, that somebody, I, I need you uh, to realize that just because you're in the wilderness doesn't mean that you need to always be blaming yourself. Just because you're in the wilderness doesn't mean you've got to always blame the devil. But sometimes you're in the wilderness uh, because the Spirit has you in the wilderness because there's some stuff, there's some work that God needs to do through you in the wilderness situation. Now that's not uh, the kind of sermon uh, that I usually would want to be preaching or hear preaching to me. I don't want to hear that God sent me to the wilderness. I don't want to hear that I'm in the wilderness because God uh, said I need to be in the wilderness. Don't nobody want to be in the wilderness and be in the wilderness that God sends you to the wilderness and the devil meets you there. The Bible says what? The Spirit sent him in in the wilderness, uh, but he was in there and being tempted by Satan. The, the, the spirit sent him, but the devil met him, and, and, and he had to deal with and face the devil and also be in the wilderness with 
wild animals. I was beefing about this. Why in the world, God, would you send me someplace where Satan can meet me? Why would you send me someplace where wild animals are? That I'm talking about I have been upset about this text, uh, but God whispered to me that I was focusing on the wrong part of the text. And that I was focusing too much on the fact that it was a wilderness. I was focusing too much on the fact that Satan was there. I was focusing too much on the fact that animals were there, but God said, but look what I also sent you. I didn't send you by yourself. The, the scripture says, and angels attended him. And I've come by to, to encourage somebody who you find yourself in the wilderness. Uh, that I don't know if the spirit led you there, sent you there. I don't know if your mistakes led you there. I don't know if the enemy led you there. But I've come by to tell you to look for what God sent for you in the wilderness. I believe uh, that God, just like God did for Jesus, will have angels to attend to you in the wilderness, have angels watching over you, have angels taking care of you. Don't you get so focused on what you don't have in the wilderness, but you look around and see what God has sent for you in your wilderness. And I believe that in your wilderness, my goodness gracious, that angels can take care of you. And, and if the angels are taking care of you, then everything is going to be all right, sometimes God will send you, but the devil will meet you. But the second thing you've got to understand in the wilderness is decisions, decisions, decisions. I love this scripture because it shows that even Jesus had to make choices. That's right. Uh, that even Jesus, after the highest point in his life, he has just had God speak down from heaven about who he is, but Jesus goes into the wilderness and the devil tempts him. That, that even Jesus has to make decisions. It uh, are the decisions that you make uh, uh, that connect to who you become. And Jesus had to learn at an early stage in his ministry that his decisions needed to prioritize God. His decision needed, he was tempted in the wilderness for 40 days and the Lenten season uh, helps to commemorate uh, that time period. And I want to let you know the Lenten season is not about uh, what you can't have, what, not about uh, what you can't have, but it's about you making decisions that prioritize God over stuff. You making decisions that prioritize God over what you eat, that prioritize God over what you spend. Here at Community of Hope, we're going to be doing a financial fast. And, and during this season, I hope you all will lean into it uh, because if you can prioritize God in your finances, then God can trust you with more resources to be a bigger blessing. Uh, but the reality is that many of us do not have financial discipline. And so we are not where we need to be financially, not because God has not been blessing, but because every time God uh, takes us up a level, uh, we go up a level uh, in our lack of discipline in our finances. And so we increase our spending while God has been increasing God's blessings. And so you're sitting there praying for God to open up the door and give you a raise, but as soon as you get the raise, you find more stuff to spend it on instead of being a good steward over what God has given you. You've got to get discipline in your decision making.
making and prioritize God at the heart of your decision making. That's what this financial fast is about. That's what this Lenten season is about. That's what Jesus in, uh, in the wilderness is about. That Jesus had to learn early in his ministry uh, uh, that, that, that before you get out there, I need you to be able to deal with temptation. That before you get out there, I need you to be able to deal with temptation because if you don't learn how to deal with temptation now, uh, then you're going to mess up later. And if you don't learn how to have discipline in your decision making now, then you're going to tear stuff up later. Uh, th that we have got uh, to get locked in, to get Focus on the things of God and understand that God has to be at the center of my decision making. Because when God is at the center of my decision making, uh, then God can get the glory out of everything I do. And God can trust me with more because God knows I won't mess it up. God knows that when I get a position uh, that I'm not going to let the temptation of power then cause me to forget that God was the one who gave me the position. That God knows that God gets it trips me out, that people will pray uh, for a new car, that you'll be uh, walking to church uh, for years and, and uh, catching the bus to church church and, and God bless you with a new car and now you can't come to church on Sunday because you got to stay home to wash your car. No, no, you've got to be locked in in such a way that when God blesses you, uh, that your blessings don't come the temptation that keep you outside of God's will. Uh, but your decision making has to have God as priority. Decisions, decisions, decisions. But the third thing, and I'll be done with you, is you've got to understand that Jesus came out of the wilderness with a message and direction. The thing I like about uh, how uh, this scripture is shared in Mark uh, is that we see it in the middle of some things. That we see uh, Jesus getting baptized, then we see him at once in the wilderness. But as soon as he leaves the wilderness, the Bible says uh, that he starts to go and preach the good news. That's right. He, he leaves the wilderness with a message, uh, but not just a message. But then right after he preaches the good news, he goes and he recruits uh, Simon and Andrew, James and John to be his disciples. Uh, that's right. That, that God sent Jesus out of the, the, the wilderness uh, with a message and direction that he came out preaching the good news of the gospel of Jesus. He came out preaching the good news that the kingdom of God has come to repent and believe the good news. Uh, but then uh, he, he went and chose his first four disciples. The period of getting locked in, of fasting and praying, uh, is a period in which God can be downloading into you the next moves. That's right, God can be giving you a fresh message and God can be giving you fresh direction that Jesus went and Jesus knew who he wanted on his team. Jesus had discernment to understand who he wanted on his team. That Jesus went and he had his message. Jesus went, he had his direction, but he got it where? In the wilderness. He got it what? Fasting and praying. When you get locked in during this Lenten season, I believe that by the time we hit Easter, you're going to have a message and you're going to have direction. That's right. You've been praying to God to show you the business plan. 
You get locked in and focused during this Lenten season, and you're going to come out with a business plan and a strategy on how to be able to raise the resources to be able to facilitate the business, that you've been praying about how God can do a fresh work in your children. You get locked in during this Lenten season. I believe that God will give you a new, fresh perspective on your children and a message to share with them uh, that can bless their life and encourage them for generations to come, that, that, that you're worried about your community. You, you get locked in during this Lenten season, fasting and in prayer, let God download something into your spirit and God will give you what you need to be able to share with your community and direction on the program to help shape, on the people to talk to, on the things that can happen to transform your community, that, that on your job, uh, that God can show you what you need to do on your job to move to the next level, but you've got to get locked in. During this season, I need you uh, to be making decisions that are of God. I need you during this Lenten season to get locked in. I need you during this Lenten season to get focused. I need you during this Lenten season uh, to really lean in on the things of God. Because when you do that, my God Jesus, you're going to come up out of this Lenten season with a message and direction. And it's going to shift the rest of your life. Don't you realize that when Jesus went into the wilderness, Jesus started his public ministry at 30. That when Jesus came out of the wilderness, that's when he started his public ministry. Jesus had three years of public ministry. It was in the wilderness that God was able to prepare him, to prep him, to put into him what he needed so that in those next three years, he could do all that he needed to do to literally change the world. God wants to do a work in and through you, but I need you to get focused. I need you to get locked in. And this Lenten season is the time. I want to pray for you right now because I am believing that God is really going to speak a word to your heart during this Lenten season. Uh, that you may join us in our financial fast. There may be something else the Lord is leading on your heart. I need you, whatever you do, to just get locked in, just get focused, and I really believe God's going to do it. I challenge you with this financial fast because I believe God wants to do a work in your life and in your finances, in our life and in our finances. Come on, let's work on this together and watch what God can do by the end of this season. Come on, let me pray for you right now. God, in Jesus' name, I thank you for your people. And God, I thank you for what you want to do in our lives. Help us, God, to get locked in. Help us, God, to get focused. Help us, God, to lean into the things of the Lord. And I do believe, God, in Jesus' name, that you shall get the glory out of our story. Bless your people, strengthen your people, and minister to your people in this Lenten season. God, in Jesus' name, you have your way. And we'll be sure to give your name the honor, the praise, and the glory. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And amen. Look, folks, if you have never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, we want to give you that opportunity today, right now. If you have never made Jesus your choice, at the Community of Hope, we say it literally every Sunday. We're the Community of Hope where everyone has a chance. We don't care who you are, what you've done, or who you did it with. We don't care... If you did it last night or woke up doing it this morning, 
when you get into the house of the Lord, you're in the right place at the right time to become all that God has called you to become. And we believe that God's got a blessing with your name slam on it. Look, today is your day. This is your moment. This is your time. Won't you give your life to Christ today? If you're already saved and you need a church home, won't you uh, make Community of Hope your church home today? All you've got to do is accept Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. Say, Jesus, I want to give my heart to you, give my life to you. Receive what he did for you. Believe that uh, he died on the cross and God raised him from the dead. And you shall be saved. If that's you today and you want to give your life to Christ or you want to make Community of Hope your church home, uh, I, I want you to just uh, let us know so we can be in prayer for you. Uh, that right in the chat there will be a link that you can click on or just text Hope Decision, one word, to 474747. Hope Decision to 474747. If you want to give your life to Christ, if you want a church home, if you want to rededicate your faith, make decision today and let us know. We just want to pray with you and for you. Come on. Won't you, if you're making a decision for Jesus today, whether it's giving your life to him or making Community of Hope your church home or even just uh, rededicating your faith, won't you repeat this prayer after me? It'll be my words, but your faith. Won't you repeat after me? Say, God, I thank you for Jesus who died for me and you raised from the dead that I could be saved. Please forgive me for my sins. I don't want to live that way anymore. And right now, I ask Jesus to come into my heart and be in control of my life. I want to live the way you want me to live and be the person that you've called me to be. So right now I thank you that I'm saved in Jesus' name. I've got a church home. I rededicated my faith. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. God bless you. God bless you. If you made decision for the Lord today, to just click that link or text one word, Hope Decision, to 474747. We want to be able to pray for you. We want to be able to celebrate you and welcome you into the family and the body of believers.